Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. Yin and Yang are names within the Taoist tradition of the archetypal structure of phenomenal reality that always exists in a bifurcated form. Just as in the modern computer you have zeros and ones, right? And the entire world of computer language and appearance in the phenomenal plane of the computer screen all reduces to series of zeros and ones, doesn't it? That's all there is in, in the universe of the computer. And yet it's infinite. So this principle is true in all of human language, that every word is defined in terms of its opposite. Every word is either a yang or a yin. And the structure of human gender identity is based on yang and yin. And you will find that this structure is present at every level of the phenomenal reality. And that at the more subtle levels, the yang and yin can actually be the opposite of what they appear to be at the more gross levels. So for example, the male gender is generally considered yang and the female yin. But very often you can have, psychologically, the woman is more yang and the man is more yin, right? And you can even take that to a, a deeper level of subtlety where there are different aspects of the ego personality that are one or the other in relationship. And it can become very complex, just as all language can. Because, in a sense, the entire universe is language. It's information. The latest theories, information theory itself, is that that's what the universe is, is information. And information will always reduce to a yang or yin modality in terms of the understanding of one part of reality in relation to another. And so at the beginning of the 20th century in the field of linguistics, the, uh, the great... Uh, linguist Ferdinand de Saussure discovered that words do not have absolute meanings. A word only has a meaning in relation to another word. Hot only has meaning because there's cold and vice versa. That there is no independent meaning and that any signifier, any sound that we make uh, is arbitrary in relation to reality and only takes on some significance in relation to the entire grid of sound patterns that are possible. And this uh, discovery has had a huge uh, impact on our understanding of the construction of the human mind. But it was actually known thousands of years ago by the yogis. And the same understanding was developed in the Kashmir Shaivite tradition by the great Abhinavagupta, 
whose writings actually were referred to by Jacques Lacan in his uh, study of psychoanalysis in, in which he uh, melded the work of Saussure and of uh, Charles Sanders Peirce, the American philosopher, and, uh, and that of Eastern, the Eastern yogic traditions in his understanding of how do you actually communicate with someone to reach a level of communication, a level of uh, rapport that is clouded by a false understanding of oneself at the surface level. In other words, someone who is identified as a man or as a woman at, because they are biologically that uh, may have an entirely different identity at these different levels but not be aware of it because they are enculturated into certain uh, beliefs that they must take on certain identities, but they feel like an imposter in relation to the identity that they must maintain because it's culturally imposed, and that imposes certain behaviors on someone to maintain a sense of manhood or femininity or whatever. And that these are the issues that often create the anxieties that bring people into therapy. And if one can communicate at the actual level of where one is identified, whether with yang or with yin, uh, in a way that matches the person's m most interiorized level of identification, then one can break through uh, the defense mechanisms that keep one in a state of compensatory activity uh, to hide the fact that they're inner identity doesn't match what their outer identity supposedly is. And it is this uh, lack of rapport between these two different levels of our identity that need to be sutured and properly related in a non-judgmental way that enable us to uh, come to a, a, a realization of our wholeness because again, the identification with either yang or yin at a psychological level is always incomplete and therefore the other part gets repressed and projected out. This is what Carl Jung referred to when he said that the man has the anima that he's looking for and the woman the animus. But of course that's too simplistic an understanding because the woman may actually identify with the animus <clears throat> and be projecting the anima out there. But in any case, the, the necessity for wholeness cannot be achieved through a projected relationship with someone out there that we identify with the missing piece, whether it's the yang or yin, but only by the transcendence of any identification with either yang or yin at a psychological level. So those who are looking for their media naranja or their soulmate or whatever are still in the midst of an illusion that, that can only be achieved uh, through a realization of the absolute self that transcends both yang and yin. This is the necessity for the spiritual quest because the wholeness we're looking for can't be found in a world that is fragmented into these different kinds of identifications. And because the internal self is in a flux, the identity is never uh, secure. You may be a yang in relation to one man and a yin in relation to another. And so the identity is always in danger if one is holding on to some fixated sense of who one is in the world. 
So all of this uh, creates a, a great instability at the level of the ego. This is the reason why there must be a transcendence of the ego self to the absolute self that is beyond any characteristic or any, uh, any describability and therefore cannot be uh, pegged to either a yang or a yin identity. At that level then, one can act as whatever is the missing piece for the one who is searching because there's always an ability to recognize in the other the absolute self behind the the false identification. But as long as there is an identification, it's always going to be with either yin or yang, and therefore there's always going to be a state of lack and therefore of desire. And that's why the, uh, the great sages of every tradition have said that it is desire that is the obstacle to God-realization. And the desires that traditionally have been uh, most difficult to let go of have been those of chakra two and chakra one. Uh, Ramakrishna put them in, in the form of women and gold. But of course, that's coming from a very uh, male-oriented approach to spirituality. But, but it is that for both men and women, this uh, idea that the, uh, the achievement of wholeness will come either by having a huge amount of money in the bank that would give one a lot of security and prestige and power, or that of having a partner that gives one the illusion of wholeness. But neither of those two attempts at wholeness work and ultimately leave one in a perpetual state of, of desire and of uh, disappointment. And this is what is uh, plaguing the human race today, that it can never get enough of either of those, and therefore it ultimately jumps to chakra three and acts out with rage, anger, and uh, other forms of negative uh, power drive. All of that being futile, Ultimately, the, the only way out is to surrender to God and to divine love, in which the entire yin-yang uh, structures dissolve. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.